Welcome back to DQP Does, the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show. Where we, I don't know, do something about something future back again. I don't know. That's right, guys. We're talking about Samurai Jack. Yep. Uh, My co-host is Russell. Where we ride a horse backwards into time. Yep. Something about a train. I don't know. Oh, yeah. A train. Something about a train. There's very few women involved. (laughs) There's literally like one woman in the movie up until the end. Are you counting? Yep. And I'm Doug. Yeah, Doug. <laughs> we got a special guest, Doug. Wow. Uh, this week we're talking about Back to the Future Part 3. Uh, 1990 PG, an hour and 58 minutes. I'm That's gonna, almost two hours. Yeah, I'm going to do a little, little, uh, little thing about it. Good luck. Yeah. I mean, it's not. I, this I, one I can do it bad. right now. Yeah. Like, go, go back ahead. in time. He's like, I'm Clint Eastwood. They're like, that's a dumb name. Yeah. <laughs> a bunch of stuff happens. Joke. The guy that takes, the guy that falls in poop, falls in poop. Yeah. Uh, Ted Danson's wife is like, <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> and, then and then she's she going to like jump off a cliff and he's like, I can't, Marty. Blah, 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 blah. Take this seat. Shove it up your butt. And then, like, <laughs> Marty like gets on the train and then he goes back to the future. That's the name. Yeah. Right. And then like a train comes and they're like, here's my sci-fi kids. Did the I get end. it? Yeah, that's pretty close. And then the one kid has to pee. Yeah. That was weird. <laughs> I, like after you pointed that out, it really weirds me out. We're going to have to talk to Doug about that. Uh, we don't have to. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Starts in 55 after the end of the second movie. Uh, and Marty is like, I gotta get back to 1885. So they build another version of the DeLorean. Uh, or fix up the, the DeLorean. The, yeah, same fix one. Fix up the DeLorean because yeah. it's like busted. And then he goes back, but he doesn't have gas because he gets shot by Indians. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep. Uh, Racist. Yeah. And, uh, getting chased by the cavalry but they were like hooting and hollering like they were like going into war it was really weird yeah they were warring with the indians but they were like not like we're running away they were like we're charging in but they were running away there's some weird things going on in the movie that are like somebody call robert zemeckis most of the movie's good Mm. but there are parts that are like what um so then, uh, fucking Biff's great, 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 great grandfather or whatever, however many greats there need to be in there, is a douchebag in this town too. Four. Um, and Doc saves Marty from Mad Dog Tannen. That's that's his name. Yep. Uh, and then. Doc falls in love with this chick that he's not supposed to fall in love with, but she was going to die anyway, so I feel like it's okay. No. Nope. Um, but yeah, then they, like, you know, use a train to push the DeLorean up to 88 to get that those time juices flowing and get Marty back to the future. Do you? The present. I, I mean, trains 
You ever been on a fucking train? Yes. <laughs> yes. You're not. You're not. You're not taking a a, a coal train to 88 miles an hour. It was a wood wood train. That's even worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I but, don't know. But, I didn't. I didn't look up. But he made plot device logs. He did. Little, 1.21 gigawatts. Yeah. He doesn't say that this movie. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah. Beginning. No. When they're talking about the lightning hitting the uh hitting the other DeLorean. Marty, I thought you went back. I did, but now I'm back. Uh, uh, great like... Scott. Yeah. That's my spot on Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> I was a taxi. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, I mean that—that's basically how the movie goes. Uh, some stuff about Jules Verne, Jules and Verne. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. It was better than the second one. New. Yeah, uh, New. yeah. I think oh, it's yeah. better than the second one. Uh, this is why you needed to rewatch them. Okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. How much sports almanac is in this one? None sports None, almanac. And we appreciate that. What, yeah. what, like that's the entire crux of, of the second movie of all of the thing. It's it's the linchpin of Back to the Future, more so than Mister Fusion. What the sports almanac's only in two? Yeah, it's no. It ties the whole room together. It's the rug. No. no. And also, like, the acting is awful in the second one. The acting's awful in all of them. It's actually significantly better in one and three than it is in two. You need to go back and watch them all together. I don't know that I can do that. <laughs> Let me or have my you, nostalgia. If you, yeah, if you want to preserve your nostalgia. Yeah, preserve don't your do nostalgia. It. Don't. Here, here's what I know. Really bad. Somebody has an edible complex. Yeah. Uh, like a multiple generation. <laughs> but it's always Marty almost banging his mom. Or like his great 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 grandma. But it's 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 Caroline. Yeah. Not yeah. It's, She's it from the city. Yeah, I know. Doesn't uh, it weird you out that how his much grandma from his dad's it, side looks like holy. his mom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like the tree has no spokes. No, it doesn't. It's just a straight fucking stick. It's like a Festivus pole. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really thought about that. They I didn't. think they were just like Somebody was like, "Yeah, we'll have we'll have Michael J. Fox and uh, uh Leah, Leah, Leah Thompson." Thompson. Yeah. Why did I say Carolyn Ray? Cuz that's the no. aunt from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh <laughs> Just play uh, his great 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 grandparents, and that'll make sense. Like, no, not well, unless it's on make, his mom's side. We can make the joke that we made in the other ones. Yeah, <laughs> with the underwear. Yeah, they don't though. She like doesn't like him. She doesn't. She, yeah, she's not. She doesn't like him at all. She like doesn't want him in the house. But it's like quadruple it- G. G-Paw isn't is like, she married to Michael J. Fox too? Though, like, isn't his ancestor also him? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's With like a really, really bad red mustache and red hair that looks way better than the mustache. Yeah, I just remember it's been a while since I've seen this movie, guys. Uh, I was drafted. I was drafted uh, <laughs> <laughs> to fill in. Yeah, yeah. I was drafted for this quarter. Oh my uh, god. Just say the opinion. 
I just remember thinking that that was a Ned Flanders mustache. <laughs> That's it. That's the opinion. Oh, I don't okay. know if it was worth it, Barry. You could take it out. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's break the movie down a little bit. Uh, we we got the beginning and terrorists. It, no, it's the With wrong the movie. Calvary? <laughs> oh, I thought we were going all the way to the beginning. No, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> so he's at the theater, right? Which is a joke that I've always appreciated. I find it amusing. Uh, Christopher Lloyd is talking about how it's going to be flat land, and he's not going to run into anything, and he's like driving head on at this. Uh, this mural of Indians. Or, you know, a drive-in theater. Right? It was a drive-in, right? Yeah, yeah. a drive-in okay. theater. Uh, he's, dri- he's driving at this mural, and but he's going to miss the mural, and then he gets transported back in time, and there's in Indians. front of him is the, <laughs> there's a bunch of Indians. Yeah. Um, Native Americans, I don't whatever. Uh, I don't know. Are we supposed to call them Indians anymore? Mm, probably not. Native, Native American. Not even Native nope. American. Just Natives. Nope. Oh, just Natives. Uh, yeah. That's what Letterkenny said. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> so all my historical information from a uh, Crave TV series. Yeah, so yeah, no. he's in this he's in this futuristic car and I it, it, <laughs> I've never I'm sorry. Like it's a DeLorean. It's not a futuristic car. I mean, it, it's no, a futuristic the... car for 1885. <laughs> yeah, I suppose that's true. When it's a futuristic carriage. Yeah. Or... yeah, when he's when he like appears in front of uh, the Native Americans, he's just he's in this car. And Indigenous peoples. They're what? <laughs> Stop. They're uh... so they see the car. Right, and they they immediately just start firing on it. Right, because um, it's a demon, obviously. Yeah, and so he takes an arrow, and I was an adventurer once. <laughs> so I'll shut up now. <laughs> the train leaves at eight. We gotta get there on time. So, um, yeah. So, so I find I, I find that amusing, and then like the Calvary's. I, I I guess I I don't uh I didn't understand the misconnect or the disconnect that you were talking about with yeah. with the running away or whatever because mm-hmm. I assume the cavalry was chasing the Indians. Yeah, they okay. are. Oh, okay. That's why it doesn't make sense that they're all like doing their like war screams and shit because yeah. they're running away. Oh, the Indians doing their right. war screams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. I got you. Um. So then he just like randomly happens upon the cave. Well, they told he told them where the cave was. He just yeah. happened to go in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, yeah, while 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 panicking. Yeah, I'm sure. There's um, a compass of some sort. <laughs> GPS. And no, no one looks behind themselves on a horse. It's really hard. Well, I mean, to do. they were running away. Have you ever tried to look behind yourself on a horse? Yeah, it's real weird. You don't have rear view mirrors. Yeah. Or side view mirrors. Yeah. Yeah. You actually have like blinders. Like you have the opposite. <laughs> We're not talking about being a horse. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I misunderstood the question. 
god. So, so he backs it up into the cave. Use blinders then, unless they were fucking driving a carriage. And I don't think they used blinders even then. Unless Peaky they were like rich people. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh my god. Duck. <laughs> so, um. Sorry, you can take it in. So then he, you know, uh, the the movie proceeds and he hides the DeLorean and he goes to find Doc. Um, him, random, the only thing that really bothers me is like the random happenstance of him stumbling onto his great ancestor's farm. Yeah. Because well, it's just like... he's Their family's been in Hill Valley since the beginning. Well, yeah, but I mean, out of everywhere that he could... He just, I don't, I don't like, I don't love random happenstance. Like, I just, mean, that's all the movies, though. Yeah. I mean, that's what starts it all. He falls out of a tree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was two his dad falls, ago. falls out of a tree. And his he, dad was supposed to fall out of a tree. Yeah. That he is does. pretty contrived. And then he, like, pushes him out of the way. Yeah. That's pretty contrived. I agree with you. That's random happenstance. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, aside from that, uh, as I've, we progress to the rest of the movie, I don't have a whole lot of bad things to say about this movie. Uh, there was something that I was like, that's fucking stupid, but I don't remember what it is now. Was it Sting? Or Flea? <laughs> Showing up? Flea's in all of them. Yeah. I know. It's just dumb. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it connected that back up to two. That's true. Because he was the reason that he ran into the Rolls Royce and couldn't play guitar anymore. Yeah. Huh. So or him, just the him going So back. really, it all ties together. It does. <laughs> trying to tell me. Yeah, yeah. So like him going back to 1885 and learning not to freak out when somebody so calls, calls him yellow chicken. or chicken or whatever, says he's a coward in some manner, yeah. uh, is what prevents the future from uh two still happening basically the part with him and uh jennifer anyway where they're like losers and yeah yeah because at this point yeah at this point they discover the future is not written yeah didn't they discover that in the first one though with the picture (laughs) well that they were trying to put yeah they were trying to to put it back to the way it was and then they changed it anyway and yeah. then that they Bolt thought prefaces. that caused all the problems of two, but then they figured out that it was like, no, it's just it, whatever happens, happens. It's just like something bad happened and we fixed it. But then, yeah. how did he build the train time machine? It's powered by steam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, How are you going to get 1.21 gigawatts out of steam? I don't know, man. It's well, way it's, bigger. It's a huge train. It's, it's a huge also, locomotive. Yeah. It's also like he even says, because uh, Marty's like, are you? Are you going to the future? And he's like, I've already been there. And then the train starts to transform and flies. Yeah. So I assume he's been to an alternate timeline where steampunk became a thing. Maybe he made steampunk a thing. I, he should have. Yeah. I mean, I... Earth would be a lot healthier. Would it? Yeah, you still gotta burn stuff. I don't know. 
Yeah. So like burning stuff to heat up water to create pressure is probably less efficient than just like burning stuff to move stuff. I also <laughs> like anytime I've seen anything steampunk, I just assume there's poop everywhere. <laughs> I, I like referring back to the the like less efficient. I I always imagine there's like lots of fucking steam just shooting out of everything, yeah, which is super inefficient. Like I, it was losing pressure all all over the place. Super hard to have straight hair. <laughs> <laughs> all right, back on the train. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, it I liked movie. this movie. It made me want to have a personal pan pizza and drink a large <laughs> Pepsi. Uh, it made me want to wear various pastels. That was two. With fringes. Now he was wearing pastels. Oh, in the beginning. Yeah. 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 So, okay, so like the only two real product placements in this one was Frisbee and Nike. Because he was still yeah. wearing the shoes and they like talk about the Nikes. I still like feel like there's still like a DeLorean product placement. Well, sort of. <laughs> but placement it in a uh, yeah. cave and then it was Shut the fuck up, Doug. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, god damn it. <laughs> I warned you. So I so since they made two and three together. What my assumption with the product placement and ever ever paid sponsorships or whatever, my assumption is that they were like, well, we can fit all of this into two, so we only have to put a couple in three. Yeah, I mean, I mean, unless Colt gave him some money because they talked about that peacemaker quite a bit, and then he never shot anybody with it. Yeah, which <laughs> so that was something I looked up. Uh, what year does the movie take place? Eighteen eighty-five. Eighteen eighty-five. Yeah. I knew that. So one. he taught in the in the movie he talks about it being like new. a new product and trying to get the word out right yeah. in 85 but it was the standard issue arm for the military in 83 it's still pretty new though that's like two years yeah especially when you're just like and they were in california so yeah. like they were all the way across the country that's true i yeah the uh the uh information traveling is Weird yeah. before the internet. They had like telegraphs. <laughs> Pony Express. Nope, they didn't even have Pony Express yet. Or then. It was already gone. Well, that's for like three years. You want me to do some trivia? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna we're gonna not visit the corner because that's Dave's place, but I'm gonna talk about trivia anyway. We're in a circle room now. Yeah, we're in a, we're in a circle room. One might call it an oval. Yeah. One might consider it an office. No. What? Oh. We are not in the oral office. (laughs) We're in an egg. (laughs) All right. Uh, When Buford Mad Dog Tannen tried to lynch Marty, Michael J. Fox was actually accidentally hanged, rendering him unconscious for a short time. Uh, He records this in his autobiography, Lucky Man, from 2002. Wait. Was which, which who who was that Michael J. Fox's autobiography? Yeah, or what is the dude that played Biff? What's his name? He's a uh, funny comedian. Thompson? Yeah, Thomas Wilson. Thomas Wilson was 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 Tom Wilson actually a bully on set? He's actually like a super nice guy trying to kill Michael J. Fox. 
Uh, Clint Eastwood was asked for permission about his name being used for Marty in the film. He consented and was said to be tickled by the homage. He was like, heh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when Doc and Marty are at the drive-in preparing the DeLorean for the trip to nineteen or to 1885, Marty mentions Clint Eastwood and Doc replies, Clint who? In this shot, there is a movie poster on the drive-in's wall showcasing Revenge of the Creature 1955 and Tarantula 1955, containing some of the first film appearances of a young, then-unknown Eastwood. Marty even looks to and briefly points to the poster as he says to Doc, that's right, you haven't heard of him yet. But your kids will love him. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, According to the book Billy Gibbons' Rock and Roll Gearhead... ZZ Top was hanging around the set and was asked to be the town band. During one take, the camera broke while waiting for the camera to be repaired. Michael J. Fox asked if they would play Hey Good Looking, which they did. Afterwards, more requests were played. Two hours later, someone inquired if the camera had been repaired. Robert Zemeckis replied that it had been fixed for quite a while. He just didn't want to stop the party that it evolved. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking awesome. Uh, Fuck. That's a good trivia that one's that one's good that one's good uh tom wilson who plays buford and biff and all of the tenants uh performed all his own horse riding stunts uh he also did the trick where he lassoes marty just before we meet the night the 1885 doc do you ever look backwards no because you can't Uh, Mary Steenburgen and Ted Danson got married <laughs> while she was filming this movie. That's sweet. Are they still married? Yes. Oh, that's even more sweet. Go them. Hollywood dope. relationships usually don't last long. No. Uh, to film the destruction of the DeLorean right after Marty uh, returns to 1985, the filmmakers consulted with the engineer of the diesel freight train, uh, which the VCRY number nine, which belonged to the Ventura County Railway, that would smash the DeLorean to pieces. When asked if smashing the car might derail the train, the engineer replied, are you kidding? I've been waiting to do this my whole life. (laughs) That's scary. (laughs) (laughs) Well. That's scary, right? I mean, like, that guy shouldn't drive trains anymore. (laughs) Conducts trains? Yeah. Lead trains. Oh, okay. Marty uses a Frisbee's pie plate to knock a gun out of Mad Dog's hand. In 1871, the Frisbee Pie Company started in Connecticut. Their pie pans were thrown on the campus of Yale, and this eventually led to the invention of Frisbee's. Holy... Fuck. Sure. Uh, Which also led to froth. Which is fucking stupid. Uh... Deborah Jo Rupp, who plays Marty's... Nope, not Deborah Jo Rupp. Uh, Widgie Jo Sperber, who plays uh, Marty's sister in this movie and the other two movies, mm-hmm. also played Tom Hanks' sister in Bachelor Party. Hmm. Hmm. The three old-timers in the saloon were played by Dub Taylor, Pat Buttram, and Harry Carey Jr. Not that one. Who played sidekicks, town drunks, and colorful townsfolk in hundreds of westerns and television shows. Actually, uh, I'm not sure which one it is. It might be Pat. Um, was the sheriff 
in Tombstone before they... The, the one that gives it to... The one that the, dies. Yeah, like right in the beginning it bites it. Yeah. Because they're yeah. like... He comes out and they're like, it was a fair shoot. Uh, what's the... Isn't one of them in the Magnificent Seven as well? Oh, it's not Pat Buttram. I don't think. Yeah, Harry Carey Jr. He was Fred White. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he's the one that Bill kills. Oh, okay. Because he's like, Fred! (laughs) But yeah. Yeah. So that's been uh, Shane's circular oval office of trivia. (laughs) Name pending. (laughs) Patent pending. Shane's excellent trivia. No. Because you're an oval. (laughs) All right. Do we have any final thoughts? Because I feel like this this is really petering right now. Um, I, so I think two was just made to get us to three. Yeah. Two's the best that's, one. That's not, no, two is the worst. Yeah. The car flies. I, yeah, car flies at the end of one. The train uh, flies at the end of three. <laughs> yeah, they were just overdoing it by that point. <laughs> um... No, because, like, I don't know, two, they're just, like, they're chasing the fucking almanac and blah, 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 blah. But this movie, like, had, like, actual, like, character development and, mm-hmm. like, a hearty plot. Um, That didn't contradict. Yeah, they they kind of the cleared. Movies. Yeah, they kind of cleared it up a little bit. Uh, well, it's not as as complicated as the other movies. Right. right. Like, it's just, he goes back, finds Doc. Gotta find a way to get back to 1985. We have to get back to the future. Yeah. So then, eventually, they do. And that's yeah. the end. It's not like, okay, we go to the future, and it's fucked up, so we gotta go to the past, and, like, you know... The, the, so many things float in two. <laughs> Dude, two... Just... Yeah, two is the, two is the best one. Don't, don't go back and watch it again. I'm just <laughs> telling you. Uh, don't. This one also has like a clear moral, and most importantly, what this one has that I condemned two for not having the most is heart. Yeah, um, there's a lot of feeling to this movie. Granted, I I I am happy to see Doc get a happy ending. Yes, um, that doesn't require him going to a masseuse. <laughs> uh, Making him more of a main character instead of a supporting character was a good choice. Yes. Um, yes. He wasn't in two enough. Like he was. He it was one was perfect. Okay. Yeah. For of of these three movies, it was the best one, right? Yeah. And it yeah. had like all the shit that you wanted in of these movies, and then two like. You wanted more Doc, and you didn't get... You got a little bit more, but not enough. We got Elizabeth Shue, though. Not really, because she's literally only in five minutes of the movie. Um, She's an old lady. And, like, the acting was terrible, and, like, nobody seemed to give a fuck about the plot either, except for Tom. 
Tom Wilson was yeah. amazing in that one. He was like, my time to shine. Yeah. Cause, but he was also all over it. You know, he played like four characters in yeah. that one. Um, yeah, he's the best. But it, there was just like, and then they were like fucking up their own time travel rules in that one. Yeah. And then like this one, which, which like, this is the part that I don't get. It's like the acting is bad in that one, and like the writing is fucking weird in that one. And then they did that one, they did two and three back to back, and the acting is better in three. Yeah. The writing is better in three. Like the like everything about three is better. Yeah, it's just like there are a couple little hiccups as far as like background shit, but it's not that big a deal. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's just weird to me that the three is better than two, considering how they were made. But yeah, I mean, I I I also think that that's weird. But maybe I mean, maybe that's part of the downfall of it because they knew what they were doing for three. So maybe maybe you know, Michael yeah. J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd were looking at three and they were excited to get to three. Well, and they were just like doing whatever they had to do to get through two. Did. Zemeckis write two? Yeah, all three of them were Zemeckis, I think. Well, for characters, but... He... I'm pretty sure he directed three. He Yeah, he directed and wrote three. Did he not write two? I am looking... That wouldn't even make sense. If they did them back-to-back, why wouldn't he have done everything? Well, maybe... I don't know. Maybe one of Just them for time, because like, like he wrote it with another dude. Maybe one of them, like they split it up. Oh, Bob Gale did the screenplay for two. Yeah, so maybe it was like split up for time. Yeah, they were like, "You tackle this one, I'll tackle this one, and then we can do it." Or both maybe at the same time. they Bob were like, "Also did the screenplay for three. Maybe they were like, "Back to the Future is awesome. Let's make a sequel." And they were like, "Let's go." to the future and then the other one was like no let's do old west and then so well, i mean just... they talk about that in like the first one going back to the old west so they but... wrote one together and then they worked on the story for two and three together but bob did the screenplays for two and three and robert directed two and three while yeah, also so directing one. as far as the crediting goes makes it sound like they should have been of the same quality yeah, but I don't know. I liked it. It was awesome. I remember it from being childhood, and I don't want to remember it any other way. So yeah, don't watch them again. Yeah, it's it's great. It's watch great. one and three again. Yeah, and two. Don't watch two again. It had hoverboards. Three <laughs> has hoverboard a little bit. Yeah, I I liked. So the other thing I liked was the so you get the same scene in one and two which I enjoyed in both movies, uh, with Marty escaping Biff and uh, Griff. Biff and Griff, right. And then in three, I liked that it was not the same, but it was the similar. Yeah, so he instead gets of caught. escaping, he gets caught. Yeah. And dragged behind a horse. Doesn't he wear like he wears some like fucking pottery or something. It's like a bulletproof vest. Oh no, he wears a like a furnace door. Yeah, like yeah. under a serape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought I thought there was a joke. I thought Doc asked him. I swear I remember Doc asking him, "What if he just shot you in the head?" 
but I guess that's from something else. I Probably. Don't know. Um, it's been used in a lot of shit since that movie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the clear moral being that he, you know, uh, Marty learns not to be provoked so easily provoked so easily and then you know doc learns that there's more out there than just science fuck science love yeah having kids usually not a fan of the love at first sight thing but it's mary steenberg it works Uh, yeah it was also you know it is mary and i remember having a crush on her being like why isn't she my teacher (laughs) <laughs> ah, no uh, <laughs> but um yeah i like i like the i really like the whole interaction where marty's like talking to doc about love and he's like trying to explain it to him and doc's like well i'm a i'm a scientist and yeah you know and so for doc to go on and you know, just completely flip flop as soon as he like meets her. Yeah. He's just like, Oh shit. And find out. Uh, it's good shit. Yeah. He's a terrorist though, right? Who? Doc. No, no. The word terrorist hadn't been invented yet. Then it wasn't invented until 2001. Uh, that's like a million percent wrong. (laughs) So anyway, sarcasm man no he he like <laughs> he hoodwinked the terrorists in in one but he's like i'm still buying like no he stole it well okay yeah he stopped <laughs> well it. no they stole it the libyans stole it the libyan nationalists stole the plutonium in one and they were like hey you're a scientist make us a nuke and he was like yeah okay and they gave him the plutonium and he's like i'm gonna make a time machine dopes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he stops the you terrorists from like, being able yeah. to be he's terrorists. A superhero. Yeah, he's yeah. a superhero. <laughs> I fell and hit my head on the toilet. And I saw why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let's rate him. Alright, let's uh, rate him. Let's rate it. Uh, I'm gonna give this a... I don't know what I gave... The first one, uh, I'm going to give this an eight. Uh, I think it was really good. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's not as good as the first one. So if I gave the first one an eight, give this like a seven, eight. Um, but the but two is still like a six. Or a four. Yeah. Yeah. This one's real good. One's better. Two sucks. Russell. <laughs> um, I was worried going into this movie, especially after watching two, because I was like, fuck. And I remember three being my favorite. We've had a lot of the third movie sucking dicks. Yeah, yeah the third yeah. movie and trilogy usually... Halloween three. Us- usually sucks all the dick. Um, but this isn't the case for this trilogy and i it's just so interesting that i don't know it's so weird you gotta you gotta watch these back to back unless you're a fan of your nostalgia then don't do it don't watch them at all um so one i think is the best movie 
out of the three. I agree with that. Uh, I think three is more fun. Um, two, I didn't enjoy at all. Like, at all. Yeah. It's only there to set up three. Um, and product placement. And, yeah, they got to get all to the sponsors. make that money, y'all. So, uh, three, I'm going to give a nine, uh, because I gave one a 9.5, and one is the superior movie. Um, I think I gave two, like, a five after watching three. I would also like to downgrade my um, number for two to a four. <laughs> Because uh, The Incredible Hulk is a better movie than Back to the Future 2. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Doug is fuming. <laughs> but not for reals. Yeah, if he was, like, awake, he would be real mad. <laughs> Touche, Shane. Touche. <laughs> I will give this three fond memories. Because I watched the shit a lot of these movies. Oh, this movie's a lot. Like I this was like a one of my favorite things to watch when I was a kid. Yeah. So Yeah, oh. big fan. Big, I watched, big huge fan. I watched this one a lot. I, I think I watched two and three a lot when I, I watched, was a kid. I watched two more than anything because my grandparents had this on VHS and it was like one of the first like VHS thing you know like yeah, it was yeah. like new because i'm old yeah and i remember before videos cassette recorders that's what we used to call them back then we didn't have time to abbreviate things we didn't have the hustle and bustle but <laughs> we didn't have time to abbreviate things that doesn't make sense now <laughs> i'm letting you go man we're just getting we're getting all the like punch drunk fucking i i i very like i've been this and Family Ties has made me forever want to be Michael J. Fox. So, okay, like, oh. love it. Like whatever the nostalgia score you can give something. That's a uh, Michael J. Fox did as 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 a younger man. Teen Wolf Two, I guess um, not Teen Wolf Two. Teen Wolf as well. Yeah. Teen Wolf Two had Jason Bateman. Yeah, My, Michael J. Fox was always a, a, an actor that resonated with me a lot. Um, he's a smaller guy. I'm a smaller guy. Um, he is actually shorter than me, which was weird because I thought he was my height. Because he's like five four. No, yeah, um, he's tiny, but he doesn't worry about wearing step ups. Yeah, step sorry, up straight DJ, <laughs> uh, or Tom Cruise. So, uh, but he's 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 always like he's always ha- he always has to overcome the adversity of like bullies and like just fucking. Like dudes being douchebags to him because they just think that they can, and yeah. it's always. Then he comes a time traveling werewolf, kicks yeah. everybody's ass, and then he becomes, becomes the mayor, and yeah, assistant to the mayor. But then he eats Barry Botsworth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, <laughs> but I always really wanted to be Christopher Lloyd. Because somewhere in all of us, there's a mad scientist. I know. No. I never wanted to be a mad scientist. Oh. I wanted to be a mad science experiment. Mad scientist. (laughs) This has been DQP Does Back to the Future Part 3. Join us next week when we talk about... Insert movie title here. The Tomorrow War. Ugh!
fuck you guys. <laughs> Dave's back next week, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> did you already watch it? It's bad. It's so bad. Oh, you did already watch oh, it. I made it like halfway through. <laughs> I made it. I did make it further than I made Army of the Dead. So uh, write that how you will. I'm being drafted to a video game. <laughs> Fuck you, Chris Pratt. You fucking <laughs> <for> yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh, The Tomorrow War is streaming on uh, Amazon Prime uh, It's an Amazon Prime original So as long as you have Amazon Prime You'll be able to watch it for free uh, That is genuinely the movie we're doing next week uh, It wasn't just a joke to Raul Doug <laughs> <laughs> Sorry Dave I think that's a good one <laughs> it's, all, it's, all, it, it, it's all led to this <laughs> So I'd also like to add, we decided to do the Tomorrow War before the full trailer came out, so yeah. we'll probably reconsider that. <laughs> that we Just watch like, uh, uh, oh fuck, what's that one where he, Seven Days. Watch that one instead. With Anne Haitian Harrison Ford. No, that's Six Days, Seven Nights. Yeah, well, no, it is Six Days, Seven Nights. Anyway. Anyway. It's, it's better. Or watch, uh, what's the Edge of Tomorrow? Watch that one. We already watched Edge of Tomorrow. Watch it again. <laughs> All right, trust me. All right, Shane, wrap us up. <laughs> Thanks for listening to DQP Does. Uh, we have been talking about a bunch of random shit, including Back to the Future Part 3. Listen up, Eastwood. I aim to shoot somebody today, and I'd prefer it to be you. But if you're just too damn yellow, I guess it'll have to be your blacksmith friend. This has been a production of the Drafty Quarters Podcast Network.